Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, welcome to Destination Heal, a podcast by Ty Alexander. I'm your host, Ty Alexander. (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me. I know I'm corny. Anyway. If you haven't done so already, do me a favor, take a moment and listen to the teaser episode. It's called Coming Soon. That episode will give you a little insight on who this is behind the voice and like who I am in real life and what Destination Heal is all about in case you are solely here because of my good promotional efforts and my SEO knowledge. You can also go to DestinationHeal.com to learn more about our fabulous wellness community. So in this episode, I'm going to unpack what it looks like for me to maintain my sanity despite the mental abuse that I subject myself to habitually. Because here's my confession to you. I am the queen of self-sabotaging. Like my negative talk is lit daily, all the time. And (laughs) I get asked a lot, like, what inspires you? How do you keep moving? Girl, The truth is, on a daily basis, I want to delete everything. I want to say, never mind. I want to give up. I want to throw the towel in. And I struggle a lot with like what success means to me. And unfortunately, I'm also a slave to the imposter syndrome, which has me constantly trying to validate like how I got here. And not just how I got here, but also do I belong here? Like, why am I in this space with these people who have all these accolades and X, Y, Z, right? And then coupled along with that, I also struggle a little bit. Well, actually, I struggle a lot with situational depression. And for those who don't know, my mother died suddenly of cancer in 2012. And when I say suddenly, I mean, she was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma in in July of 2012 and died in April of 2013. So roughly nine months and she was gone, like my whole life torn apart. And then for some reason (laughs) in that same year, I decide that I want to uproot my really stable life that involved, you know, a good government job, a really nice apartment in Baltimore for the uncertainty of what New York could give me as an aspiring writer. So here's my backstory. I'm from a small town in Maryland. I'm not from Baltimore. Sorry to disappoint you. I'm from Chestertown, Maryland. Whoop, whoop. It's like, nobody says that. (laughs) But Chestertown is a city where most people who live there never leave. Like they work at the supermarket or at the bank. And then like for fun, (laughs) they hang out at the mall in Dover, you know, on the weekends. And that's life. That's it. But I've always known like deep down inside that I wanted to be a writer. I remember as a kid, I obsessed with Sweet Valley High books and I wanted to create that same feeling for people, for young black girls, you know, but with 
black characters, unfortunately, or not unfortunately, well, that's bad, but you get what I'm trying to say. I got pregnant. <laughs> I got pregnant at 19, had my son. Um, he's 24. I love him dearly. I'm trying to clean it up. You hear that, right? Anyway, I got pregnant, had my son at 19, and I quickly became an adult. I worked most of my life at like odd jobs until I got a good job, according to society. Um, I got a job working at Baltimore City Child Support. And I remember my mom saying, girl, do not mess this up. This is a good job you can retire from. You are set, right? But deep down, I was like, I know the universe got more for me. And quite frankly, I know God has more plans for me. And what's crazy is that God often presented opportunities that didn't allow me to ignore my dreams. So when the internet became a thing in 2000 and something, like early 2000s, when I say a thing, I mean like not the internet that we remember from 1997 where it was like dial up and it took forever. I mean like the real internet. Um, I started a blog and I won't bore you with the names of my previous blog because they were trash. I had no clue what I was doing and they failed. But in 2010, I was working part-time for Baltimore Sun's baby magazine newspaper or whatever. It was called B Magazine. And I would go up to New York Fashion Week every season. I'd take pictures and do interviews outside of Bryant Park. And so one day while we were there, me and my then boyfriend, my husband now, he and I were watching the Today Show and a segment came on titled Gorgeous and Gray. I screamed to the top of my lungs. I was like, oh my God, that's it. I'm going to name my blog that. And the rest is history, as they say. Nine years later, my blog, Gorgeous in Gray, has a really prominent and profitable space on the internet. And, you know, even though I have had a lot of success, I'm still really doubtful about them. Um, I can think back to one of my blog posts that I wrote about my mother and my depression. It went viral. I was featured in Cosmopolitan and BuzzFeed. And then almost three years after that, I was approached by a publisher because those articles and my newfound like visibility um, made them think I could write a book. And I was like, I don't know if I can write a book, but I did. Um, and I wrote a book called Things I Wish I Knew Before My Mom Died, and I became an author. And now, so this new authorship journey that I know nothing about is new. It's not easy. Um, you also have to sell. I had no idea how to sell. I didn't know any of that. And I fought that process the entire time because I was scared. And ultimately, I felt like I didn't belong in that space. Um, so from the outside looking in, it really does feel and look like I have it all together, but I don't. And you can blame social media because it allows me to curate this gorgeous, you know, almost perfect highlight reel of my life for you to admire and to love. But like I said, on most days, I struggle with like, do I belong here? Do I, do I deserve to be here? And it's mainly because nothing about my success is traditional. I didn't go to college. I don't have like numerous degrees to sort of validate how smart I am or even how successful I can be. I'm just a girl from a small town in Maryland who loves to tell stories and has had the opportunity to do so. So how do I maintain my sanity with all of the mental abuse 
that I habitually subject myself to. One is I realize that my feelings are not factual. I think I heard my leak from uh, Curlbox say this first. She even has a little mug that says feelings aren't facts. It's so super cute. You should get one. But feelings are our crappy ass entitled thoughts that we tell ourselves. They either convince us that we aren't enough or that we are more than we really are. I think back to the quote about like being as confident as a mediocre white man and the idea that men in general, especially white men, um, just have this confidence about them that they can do anything regardless of their talent or regardless of what they actually can do. So my new goal for 2019 is to kind of rest comfortably somewhere in the middle because I like, I'm going to be realistic with you girl. And I know that I'm not going to be as confident and be like, Oh, I can do, no, we're not doing this. So I'm going to be somewhere in the middle. Uh, number two is share the shame. I lean on my good girlfriends a lot. One caveat to my mom, you know, getting her angel wings is that I gained a tribe of new sisters. I think God knew exactly what he was doing. Cause like I wouldn't have been able to cope. So I have a core group of women in my life who are doing great things in different arenas. And when I'm on my best bullshit, I can call them up or start a group chat and they will get me together. And the outcome usually is one of two things. One, someone says, oh my God, that's me too. You know, I can't shake this feeling. And then, you know, we spend, you know, the next hour unpacking the uncertainty of our dreams or our thoughts, or they tell me I'm straight chipping. (laughs) And usually it's the latter because feelings, right? (laughs) The funny thing is, as I share this, my blogger friend Hayek called me right before I was recording this and was like, oh my God, I have so much work to do, girl. I just don't feel like it. I'm unmotivated. I was like, girl, but I'm working. I'm recording this podcast and you should get up and go do some work too. And she hung up, but I could tell that she was still a bit, you know, ho-hum about things. Um, But I was like, I got work to do. She's going to have to, I'll call her back later. (laughs) And then a few seconds later, she calls me back and she's like, oh my God, I've got this idea. And I look up and we're 20 minutes into brainstorming. So that's just a small lesson into how you can lean into your people for help. Okay, what number are we? Okay, we're on a number three. I take stock in my accomplishments on a daily basis and I celebrate myself. For me, depression is so real. Sometimes those accomplishments are as simple as like me getting up out the bed in the morning time when the alarm goes off instead of laying back down because the struggle is always real and it's completely sold separately from the dream. I also track my successes and my stumbles. I used to like casually write them in a journal, but now that I'm like aggressively managing my emotional intelligence, it's all in like a neat little Excel spreadsheet. I also like to keep track of when you guys, when someone shares that I've influenced them because that shows that the work that I'm doing is working. (laughs) Marie Farleo, if you don't follow her, Google her, she calls this a hype file which is basically an ongoing list of your good compliments and like the times when you've influenced people. All of this is new for me, like completely new. And to be transparent, I never ever 
celebrated things out loud because it always felt or shit, it, it feels like I'm bragging. But as I was doing my 2018, you know, like end of year checkup, I asked myself, like, who are these people who like wait for others to see and acknowledge their success? Like, that's not how any of this works, you know, because success means something different to everyone. Like technically your success is what you've declared it to be for you, which means that you're constantly chasing that standard and no one else's. So in 2019, I vowed that, you know, bragging is a part of my success story. Like that's my standard. So number four, focus on the work that you are doing. I have to calm my voice down and say it again, like real sexy for you because it's important for you to, it's important. Focus on the work that you are doing. (laughs) So let me break that down. It can become real problematic when you don't focus on the work. So for example, my thought process could have been, I'm creating this wellness community for black women because, you know, no one's talking about healing and I want to be featured on so-and-so website, you know, Essence, BuzzFeed, whatever. And then I want to be able to be featured on Good Morning America and the Today Show. And I want to talk about what I'm doing. Boo, girl, you failed. You just want to be famous. And if that's your process, that's your thought process, It ain't about the work no more. It ain't about the work no more. But when you've put the work first, your thought process will sound a bit like this. So I'm creating a wellness community that will be a safe place for women, specifically women of color, to be able to express their struggles with emotional intelligence. And I'm going to create this community with the goal of giving voices that are normally silenced an opportunity to speak loudly and unashamed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when you put the work first, you automatically silence that false idea in your head of being a fraud because it's no longer about you. It's just about the work you're doing. Period. With a T. (laughs) So lastly, do not beat yourself up for the things you fall short of. I have to repeat that again because I'm actually talking to myself. Do not beat yourself up for the things you fall short of. Because I bet right now someone, maybe even you, you're saying to yourself, girl, I knew all them tips already. I knew that. Me too, sis. (laughs) But like most humans, we forget. And we allow the world to really taint our vision of who we are. And more importantly, who we believe we are. So I remind myself without shame and often that there's all of this evidence in my life thus far that is telling me, that is proving to me 
that this right here, this dream, this life of mine that I've built is no accident. No accident. I am great and I deserve to be here because I am me. That's it. I'm me and I deserve to be here. So this is your reminder on how to keep your sanity in check. I hope you guys love this episode today. I had so much fun recording it. If you did, please do me a favor and submit a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you are listening to me today. Also be sure to subscribe to my podcast so that way you'll be the first to get new episodes. And I'd like to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook, just girl, just share it. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me. I am at gorgeous in gray. That's gorgeous. I N G R E Y all over these internet streets. And again, thank you so much for listening today until next time. Toodles.